What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Middle Hey, B. Tell the neighbors it's a podcast time on a Sunday night. I often wonder my neighbors. One side of my house is to a is to a wall is to like a hallway. So there's two Tonga Valoa. Yeah, two Tonga Valoa. Multiple two Tonga Valoas. Brother, Maryland's not bad. The other one does back up to a room. Clearly, the other uh, condos next door room. Yeah, but it does feel like that. I don't know if it's vacant. I never hear any action because I'm pretty loud in this room. Right. Do podcast periscopes. TV's always blaring. I do a lot of phone calls in here. This is a loud environment, you know. Yeah, it's if someone doesn't know what you do, they probably all day long just like, what is this? Why is he yelling at nine thirty at night on a Sunday? What is he yelling about? Well, I know you've had this. I've had this. I'd imagine most people listening, if you've lived in apartment complexes, condo complexes, where you were not on the top floor. You have people above you that you swear to God it's Prefontaine up there running a fucking marathon, and you it just you start thinking. I banged on the I, ceiling the other night. I swear to God, I've lived. You know, we're all mid thirties. Tw- however long you've lived, you're like I don't think I've ever moved that much when I was growing up at home. When I've lived at home now, like how? What are these humans doing upstairs? There's a great YouTube that somebody made many years ago called like what your neighbors are doing. And it's just, it's fantastic. What do you think it is sometimes when there's footsteps? Honestly, have you, I've been in deep thought of it. I've never been able to figure it out. In my mind, it's always like, why are they putting away their laundry all the time? How many steps does it take? Maybe they go to the fridge way more than I do, but I go to the fridge a lot. Yeah. I mean, don't you think like I'm a pretty normal human? I, I, what are these people doing? Maybe I walk around the house more than I think I do. Is that possible? Maybe, but I think it's pretty consistent when it when it gets into your head above you. It's pretty crazy. You start going. I swear to God, is this guy running wind sprints back and forth? This is insane. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, and they always go to bed after you, and they wake up before you. I don't understand. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's incredible stamina. Yeah, it, it's a it's a lock to be like that. 
So what happened when you banged on the door? You think your point got I across? I banged on the ceiling. It was like you know one a.m. and it's it stopped. But what they're were they also doing? Well, I don't know. We're just running back and forth, rattling yeah. fixtures. But they're all, I think the good news with this situation is they're illegal subletters, so they kind of know like they got to be on their best behavior or someone turns them in. How are they illegal subletters? Well, you're not allowed to sublet in the building, and they're subletting. So how do you you know that? I know the person lives there, and that ain't them. Why don't you turn them in? Well, for what? What? I have no benefit to me. Why would I do that to somebody? True, but I mean, if they're bothering you, but that's did what you saying. ask I the t- person? Well, I never see the person, the people, the old. No, person I'm saying, did you ask cool. this? Yeah, the subletter. You you have that person's information? I've number? never seen him. I just know the other person's gone because we texted her one time. She's like, "Oh, my friend's staying up there," but that was like eight months ago. So you know, gotcha. I don't think it's just a charity case. I think it's well. Do you know what you can do with an illegal, but an illegal sublet in a building like yours, if they are in a good rent control deal, they could be making money off the sublet, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Which I got no problem with. I just, I don't, I don't want to get involved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just want to. I like knowing that they're not supposed to be there, and I've got, yeah. I've got that in my back pocket. If that, that's why, if you ever cross paths, you go. I know this. Yeah. I, I know what's happening, bro. I'm, I'm protecting your secret for yeah, now. Take. I have one fucking ask. Take your goddamn shoes off when you go in the house. Take your shoes off. That's all I ask. <laughs> That's all I need. Take your shoes off, bro. That's all. I, why are you jazzercising? I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, listen, I, I know gyms are closed or whatever, but just this, come on. This is the human condition, though. This is what, uh, you know, this is what makes life worth living, John. It's yeah. this shared send, experience. Send them an ease, guy. Send them an ease. There's no doubt. Maybe I'll send them a butcherbox.com slash ham, which we'll tell you about later, but you're going to want to do that. Stick around for you've never had a Thanksgiving deal like butcherbox.com slash ham has given you. Uh, nope. Podcast brought to you by ease.com promo code ham. Ease promo code ham or promo code ham 10 if you're a returning user. Pre rolls, vapes, topicals, edibles, eaze.com. Eaze.com promo code ham. Get on it right now. Tell your friends, promo code HAM gets you $20 off, purchase $50 or more. Again, edibles, pre-rolls, vapes, flowers, you name it, they got it all. Best cannabis delivery, state of California, all over the place. For our returning users, HAM10, get it on right now. Ease.com, promo code HAM or HAM10, depending on if you're a returning user. Do it. Come on. From we, vi- we need to, uh, Haberman, you know, come on. We need it. Yeah. I got all the butcher box, but I, I, I need a Traeger now, so I need your help. Uh, ease.com just gotta be 21 or over you get verified online in minutes you browse a vast selection of the best brand the cannabis flower pre-rolls vapes edibles CBD topicals whatever it's all there then you watch the clock countdown the friendly driver delivers in minutes not hours deliveries across the state of California ease is easily the number one cannabis on delivery demand platform in the country and we in California lead the way so shout out to you guys well, as a, as a weed stockholder, five more states also opened up. So oh, it's just keep opening, open it up, open it up. Traeger is like the Peloton of barbecues. And the ease. <laughs> yeah. And you the just ease. mix it all. Yeah, just uh, get on we're, it. We're cross-promoting. I don't even, we don't even have that. But we got ease, <laughs> yeah. and we appreciate them very much. We appreciate you for supporting. Um, tell your friends. We always, that's such a, tell your friends. Ease.com, promo code HAM, 20 bucks off your first delivery. Or HAM and and the number 10 for 10% off uh, as a returning user just to show you some appreciation. Podcast also brought to you by Look Who Was Back on the Horse. Both of our, actually, you had two locks because you went Giants, and then you threw out an ASU plus 10 and a half. I had the Titans. 
uh, minus uh, minus six and a half. Easy cover, and then it wasn't easy at the end, but the Bears tried to fight John. MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. We handed out locks bat last week. We are back on track. Uh, HAM1, MyBookie.ag. Well I, well, I talked about last week I was going to put some cash on Cal. Now I don't even know if Cal's going to play a game this year. So I just took a couple hundred dollars. I'm not, I don't know if I'm totally done. I put it on the account. I've already spent it. I, I did some Masters betting. I don't know if, you, uh, if you've heard, Guy. Mm. Augusta National, the Masters, mm. the week of November 9th. Mm. And Tiger Woods defending champion. And this is November 9th, this week. Yes, this is it's this week. I put $100, the heavy favorite to win, on our man, the big golfer, Bryson DeChambeau, Clovis, California. So win 800 I, I sprinkled then just a bunch of $25 bets. Tony Finau, plus 350 Bubba Watson, plus 2800 Jason Day, who's actually playing really well and is top two there before. I put 50 on him to win 2500 I, I I might put another 100 and just sprinkle a couple more like $25 bets. Uh, but I'm honestly tempted to put even more on Bryson. Uh, I would not bet Tiger, but the Masters. I had a couple people texting me. They're like, hey, I, I hear you and Guy always talking about my bookie. I don't know that much about golf, but I want to bet on the Masters. Uh, I, I think uh, we'll be talking about it this week. MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. It's, it's uh, I fucking can't wait. Uh, a couple things I'm looking at, just very early week 10 lines. Uh, things I kind of like. Seattle plus one at the Rams. Um, the... Uh, char- that's, a, that's a big that's a big game guy the chargers plus two and a half at the dolphins rams are coming off a bye right they that's didn't play true this that would be see i'm just speaking openly here that's a good that's a good point the Bengals plus nine and a half at the steelers um who i've been saying i thought were the best team in the nfl then they almost lost to garrett gilbert on sunday but i, I you get a couple duds throughout there's the no year, question right? i was ready to uh ignore that game result and still say the steelers were the best team in the league so just uh, just a couple things to a couple things to keep an eye out on. Who who the uh, Niners line? I guess they don't know who the quarterback Niners is. Niners line is not out yet. No. Yeah. Could be uh, Josh Johnson. Is that who they just signed? Do you see that? Back again, baby. Harbaugh's <laughs> favorite guy. Remember when Harbaugh would yeah, sign him and I mean, cut him every week? Isn't that? Or was it Bethel McLeod that would? I mean, those M- two McLeod guys, Bethel Thompson. Cut. That's right. Yeah. Where is he yeah, right now? Just, does he have a YouTube I mean, channel pro- or is he available? I, I think he's like the GA at Michigan. Would be my guess. <laughs> Would, it, would that shock you if he was on Michigan staff? It wouldn't. As a, a, me either. I did not know Josh Johnson was still in the NFL. I mean, you talk about carving out a well, career for Well, him. guy, he was not in the NFL. <laughs> the Niners brought him back. Well, he I was think. in the AF for a while, right? What's he been doing? Yeah, I, he was a starter. I mean, he's probably just, I don't know, running at like Las Lomas, staying in shape. Sometimes you just, I, I ran in, I told you, Jonathan Cyprian. Yeah. The uh, He plays for the Niners now. I just ran into him at Bay Club last year. He's like, yeah, hey, I'm just training. I'm like, why are you here? He's like, well, there's a doctor in town. And now he's on the Niners. So maybe you just come to an NFL city if you're like an NFL fringe guy and you've had some time and you just start working out and just hoping, you know, when you always tell people like, how do you get a job? It's like, you just stay around the bosses. Just, you know, keep knocking on windows, keep knocking on doors. No different if you're an NFL player. Just go to the area, work out, keep sending your resume, keep running gassers and just have your agent keep calling them. It's like, oh, we need to fly him in. You don't even need to fly him in. He'll drive to you. That's the, that's the move. I love the idea of Josh Johnson just keeping in shape with no one telling him to stay in shape just in case. Wasn't he the San Diego quarterback for, for uh, Harbaugh? Yeah. When, one Thanksgiving when I was at Cal Poly, I went home, obviously to Davis. My dad, big UC Davis guy, we went. He was a UC Davis season ticket holder. 
we went to watch UC Davis play an undefeated Harbaugh team led by Josh wow. Johnson. Now, that makes sense. I kept thinking, like, why did Harbaugh like him so much? Because he fucking coached him in San Diego. Loved him. Wasn't David Shaw on that staff? Uh, I don't... Was he? I mean, I, I want to say yes. I was going to be like, wasn't like, Vic Fangio on that staff? I'm like, yeah, Vic Fangio wasn't at University of San Diego. I don't... Shaw was, like, in the NFL. I thought he went to San Diego with them and then right. came to... And then came to... Fangio met him at Stanford. He do, he didn't come to... Fangio never coached at San Diego. University of San Diego, right? US Private school, yeah, no terrible. scholarships. Uh, Yeah, he was at San Diego for a year. So he was the Ravens wide receiver coach, goes to San Diego, and boom, fast-tracked to being one of the most prominent college football coaches. That had to be sport. probably a weird move when you go, you know, honey, I'm leaving Ozzy. I'm leaving Ray Lewis and everybody. We're going to go to the University of San Diego with Jim Harbaugh. That, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Now, at all. Well, honey, do you like Jim? Eh, not really. <laughs> it, it did send him on a rocket ship, right? Got him to Stanford. He's now the head coach, and life's pretty good. Changed your life. Yep. The greatest movie he's ever made. Without question. <laughs> Without question. The uh, the Raiders. Oakland? Oh, Vegas. Vegas. The Vegas Raiders. <laughs> I did not realize. For a second, I'm like, is this a road game, a home game? The Chargers uniforms look fantastic. The Raiders got tested. The Raiders beat them. The Raiders are now five and three. Big difference between five and three and four and four, especially in the AFC playoff race. And it feels like now it would be a disappointment if they didn't find a way to make the playoffs. This team should go to the playoffs at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, guy, I I think that there are three, or excuse me, four teams for two spots, and the Raiders are the leader in the clubhouse for one of those spots. They, it's the Raiders. It's out of nowhere, the Miami Dolphins led by Tua Tonga Veloa. Because I, when I say two spots for four teams, the Baltimore Ravens today beating the Colts and at six and two are a lock to make the playoffs. Are we in agreement there? Yep. The Baltimore Ravens will be in the playoffs. They will be the fifth seed in the NFL. And I think there's going to be like either Tennessee or Buffalo, whoever ends up at the four seed. Now, I understand Lamar hasn't been great in the playoffs, but that's a tough draw. <laughs> You're going to host the Ravens. That's a tough draw. The Raiders and the Dolphins right now are the 6th and 7th seed. And then it's the Browns and the Colts, all at 5-3. and three. You know what's crazy about these four teams, guy? And then, and then, it, and then it drops off to the Broncos. So the two spots, are it's, I, it's clear it's those four teams. The Raiders play them all. They've already played the Browns. They beat them. They play Miami and they play Indy. They get both those two teams at home. They don't even need to travel there. So you saw today, like, the Chargers are a weird team, right? They'll, if I had to guess, their final record would be like 5-11. and 11. But you go, God damn, 5-11, that is... You get like uh, Jim Harbaugh to the Niners in 2011, boom, all of a sudden you're an 11-win team. Like, that's that, that, that was an impressive win today, even though their record doesn't look good. In agreement there? Yeah, and not a, with they, the Raiders play them on a Thursday night the next time they play. So it's just I'm already kind of on edge from a Raiders standpoint for that game the next time around. Yeah, it's like the Chargers are, regardless of what their record is, they're not an easy team here's to play. Just because about, here's how I'd summarize them: they make you beat them. Now you do, yeah. but they make you do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to come down in the last couple minutes, but you, it's not easy. You yeah. know, they got Keenan Allen making plays, Hunter Henry. They got players <laughs> everywhere. You know, I thought watching them was like, if I just start my NFL team with one skill guy, I think I would take Keenan Allen. Now I probably don't mean that, but that's just how I felt watching it. You know, oh, he's he's fucking good. Uh, I I just 
when you look at these four teams, I think the Raiders are, we saw them play the Browns in their place where it's really cold. And the, Ra- the Raiders are better than them. You nailed that one. The Colts and the Dolphins, I think the Raiders are just going to be better than the Dolphins. The Colts, I know the Raiders are better than Phillip Rivers. Watch, I watched a lot of the Colts-Ravens game today. The Colts are really good. They're, they're a quarterback away. Their defense is awesome. Uh, Michael Pittman came back today. Jonathan Taylor, you know, the second-round pick, can't had a bad fumble. Ball. You can't hold on to the ball. I just don't know if the Colts have enough offense. I, Guy, honestly, they're technically on the standings. They're ahead of all these teams anyway. But I think they're better than all these teams. The only team that I would say would have a chance would be the Colts just because we've seen the Raiders when they've played elite defense. It's just hard. You know, yeah. but they get them at home. I I don't think the Colts will win. I think Phillip will just cost them too much. Not does, I'm not saying they're going to go nine and seven. I'm just saying I I think Rivers. I think Derek in 2020 is a superior quarterback, and Rivers is just too limited to for four quarters make all the plays that you got to make week after week after week. Um, yeah, I you know the Dolphins. I I, the f- I didn't watch a snap of the Dolphins game. Maybe they're better than I think because I've watched them kick the Niners' ass. So they got a big win today. Maybe they're not bad. Well, are they, they going right? to make the playoffs, guy? They're five and three. They have the fourth best point differential in the AFC. They have a better point differential than the team that's ahead of them in their own division. Well, they have multi, They have a blowout win. That Niner game helps, and, and the Jets game. And the I mean, Jets they had back to back games where they kind of fluffed it a little. But I mean, uh, but it happened. I mean, you don't fluff a win. And you yeah, just kick the shit out. Of to me, the last two weeks, it's like, okay, you beat Jacksonville, the Jets, you kicked the Niners' ass, fine. Now they beat the Rams and the Cardinals back to back weeks, and the Cardinals made them earn it. And honestly, I thought Tua looked a lot better this week than he did. Yeah, he, last I, week. I saw some. I saw some highlights. He looked he, sweet. He had one play that was. You remember the first play, like the highlight when he came in uh, against. Uh, Oh, uh, Clemson. It, yeah, against Clemson, the national championship. He like spins away from four guys and then throws it to the right corner in the end zone and touchdown. Or it was Georgia. It was Georgia when he came. Yeah, in. I'm thank. Thank you. Yeah, he I did that confused. today without the throw when it was like ducks I, away from I, nine people. The thing that we said last week, like he can't do that in the NFL. I saw that highlight. Didn't he juke a guy on a run? It's like, oh my god, he he did make. I I I have. I'm going to watch the game Monday morning. I have not really just besides some Twitter highlights, that play and a couple other throws. He did look. I was like, whoa. <laughs> And clearly their defense and their coach. Right now, if I was a betting man, I'd say the way the standings are right now, Vegas 6, Miami 7, I'd probably, uh, to me, I'm betting on the Raiders. I think the Dolphins might have a better chance than the Colts and the Browns. Because the Browns, give me a break. I, I just And like you said, I I don't know if Rivers is good enough. Like the one thing, like Derek's just a better player than Rivers right now. So the, the Raiders have a better quarterback than the Colts. I, I do think that game could look hard just because They'll sure. be the Colts will probably be battling to make the playoffs, and their defense is going to hurt Niners fans to hear. DeForest Buckner is a fucking man child right now. I mean, he is done. He's an All Pro. He is. He's the best player on their team. He he was everywhere today, and like that's just that, those type teams. I think that are just buttoned up on defense that just give the Raiders some trouble. But the Raiders are just so explosive on offense, and they can run the ball. The one thing you saw today, because you text me, and, and it felt. I, I I wasn't really box score scouting the game like the first half. Like I didn't know how many yards Derek had. But you're like, God, he's got 44 yards or whatever at half. It felt like maybe a little bit more, but it was just like, whoa. And it didn't really matter. Why? Because their run game with those two guys, like even if the pass game's not working, 
Devontae Booker guy is a really good backup. Because obviously Josh Jacobs is a, what, top six, seven running back in the league? And if Devontae Booker's your backup, like they can just, if the passing game's not working, who gives a shit? Just run the ball with those two guys. And by the end, Derek felt like he had a much better game than the box score, right? One sixty because the second the half, yeah, and yeah. he just had some big. He played winning football. He played he winning football for sure. He absolutely did. They they have when I look. Obviously, they beat the Browns when they play the Colts and the Dolphins in those games. Like the one thing when you watch them play, the Raiders just have some blue chip guys that can just take over individually. You know, Ruggs had a play today out where he uh, Derek threw a bomb to him. It was out of bounds. But the one thing you see with him is his ball skills are elite. He just went up, caught the ball. Now he was like, it, it was it was impossible for him to complete the ball. The ball was just a little to the right. Didn't have a catch in the game. But God, that guy, you just kind of feel his presence. Waller. Played, to me, it felt like he had a couple catches. He didn't. Me too. Because uh, Aguilar now, he couldn't catch babies, but he catches touchdowns from Derek. I'm telling you, he looks like Crabtree. Every time I see him, I think it's like a slightly skinnier Michael Crabtree. How did the Raiders not make the playoffs, guy? I mean, with barring some catastrophic injury to the quarterback, I think they're in pretty good shape. Yeah, and it's about them. It's also about the conference. Don't you think it helps that they play on turf at home? Like, they, their their speed translates to the turf. Yeah. Because they're not a big physical team. I mean, they are. their run game is, but defensively, you, they don't really want to play in, like, rain and sleet. Right? They, they are. Like, that game today felt right for both those two teams. Like, they both those just feel like turf teams. They get Denver at I, home. Great. I saw Jerry McDonald, or no, it was Paul Gutierrez tweeted something about, like, you know, it's it's my one beef is this L.A. stadium doesn't have real grass. And I agree. Like, I, I agree. You and me are sucker for grass. I do think the turf looks pretty good there. Like I, I, I think that stadium just kind of pops. I, I think it works. It, it does and I'm not, good. and I'm not a, gra- I'm not a turf guy. I, I'm in on that SoFi Stadium. That place is cool. Stadium, I'm with you. I would just, I thought, but the same I, but thing I don't even, ha- but I don't hate the turf because I, I, I just something about um, that stadium. It, it works for me because Jerry's Palace doesn't have. What does Jerry have? They've right, he turf. has turf. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind it when your stadium looks so badass. <laughs> Because the Raiders don't have the Raiders have turf, right? The Raiders have grass, but then they bring turf in for UNLV because they don't want to ruin the grass for the Raiders. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What is, is Fresno State? Fresno State's turf now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they Been put in Logan Mankins. Yeah, yeah, right. Decade. Anyway, looks good. Denver this week can make home, the playoffs. Kansas City at home this week, uh, then the next week. Then they play on turf the next two weeks after that. It really yeah, is. and I think well, the one thing that's going to be clear too is when you're the six or seven seed. Well, if you're the seven seed playing the Chiefs in the first round, would not be easy for the Raiders, right? It won't be easy for anybody. I'd say this: whoever is the seven seed in the AFC is going to play the Steelers or the Chiefs on the road. That's that's a tough game. Yeah, like the, the, whoever plays the Steelers or the Chiefs, whoever's the two seed, will be a touchdown underdog. The Raiders. Would probably be less than the Dolphins just because they've already beat the Chiefs. The Dolphins would probably be a pretty heavy underdog. Don't you think Tua on the road? Rivers. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't see Rivers winning that game. Mm-hmm. But like Raiders Bills would be to me, or Raiders Titans would be a really good first round game. And at this point, I don't really have a good feeling about which one of those teams will be the three seed. It does feel like the Bills are a little bit better than the Titans. Like they're, they're high end. Up. Yeah, their ceiling's higher. That's you get true. to play the Jets. Have they even played the Jets yet? But yeah, they opened the season against them. 
You remember, um, and they remember the Dolphins almost got them too early. The one thing the bill the Bills get the the Patriots stink. Yeah, they get the Dolphins again. Is that game this week? Patriots Bills. Who? Uh, no, the Bills. Bills play the Cardinals this week. Bills have a cool little stretch here. They, you know, they went Seattle Cardinals back to back. You know the Dolphins. The Char- then they got- play the Chargers. Then they play the Niners. Then they play the Steelers. That's you know what the Dolphins did? Schedule. You know what the Dolphins did against the NFC West? They went three and one. And really, the Seattle game was relatively close. Like yeah. they, maybe they're just good. Maybe the, that Dolphins Raider game could be fucking huge. That that could be for like how 60. many games do you have to win? How many points do you have to score before we give you respect? You know. Yeah, I'll give them respect. Or is there a chance the Dolphins are better than the Raiders? Um, they shouldn't I mean, be because you got a quarterback if, who's making a second start. I don't think so. But if that's your record, that's your record. But I, I mean, I don't think they have enough impact players. I don't know how they're doing. I, I gotta. I don't. I don't even know who's really that good on their team. <laughs> be honest with you. At least when I go to the Raiders, I'm like, yeah, I'd want that guy. I'd want that guy. I'd want that guy. Jonathan Abram. You know, he's gonna tear every labrum in his body before it's all said and done. But I do respect him. He oh fucking hits people, and he talks the whole time. Never shuts up. Another day, another week, another turn to another chance to watch Justin Herbert. Twenty-eight of forty-two, three twenty-six, two touchdowns, no picks. Took a couple of sacks. Um, now for the season, Herbert has upped his overall stat number, 15 touchdowns and five interceptions. Is that right? No. Is he not? I thought 17? he had 15 coming in. I think yeah, he's at so 17. They yeah. don't update. 17 touchdowns, five picks. Um, he's over 67% completion. And through two, you know how there's interception uh, worthy passes? Through two. The interceptable balls touchdown worthy passes at the end of the game credit to the Raiders for breaking it up but off the um, top of my head I don't remember any interceptable balls I don't remember many balls like hitting the now the Raiders aren't exactly uh you know the early 90s Cowboys on defense or anything but it's just I, I I thought he was really good again today and today is a type game where you just go Every Raider fan had to be on the edge of their seat on that final drive. Like, is this fucking kid going to have a walk-off touchdown? Yeah. Because once they got past, like, the 40 and they started moving it, you're like, he's going to score. I have, I wouldn't say unlimited confidence, because probably beside, like, Russell Wilson, you know, I I wouldn't have that in any quarterback. Like, I am prepared for a bad play, even watching, like, Drew Brees or Tom Brady. But for a rookie quarterback, I can't remember thinking, like, yeah, he's going to get it done. Like I, I, when Gruden kind of pushed out and kicked the field goal, now he'd probably tell you he didn't want a field goal to beat him. He was up to whatever. And you know, we had just talked about. Is. Yeah, but we had just talked about this you like less is, than a yeah. month ago. The money, no, money badger. Oh, he has the money badger that they had done it against Tampa, and boom, Brady went right down. It was a different point in the game, but he put the ball back in the hands of. One of the better rookie quarterbacks we've seen in the last decade. I mean, I'm being serious. Like, yeah, besides one of the Luck, better quarterbacks in the league. Definitely one of the better quarterbacks in the league. But if you think of the last like decade, rookie seasons, and not like fake Baker Mayfield against just nobodies, I remember Luck being outstanding and playing like legitimate winning football. Now, this guy isn't winning, but everyone, even if you're a hater, like, it's about winning. Like, it ain't his fault. I mean, his coach is calling stupid-ass timeouts. Oh. I mean, he's... They're calling fades, which I think you and I hate, and I most football fans are like, 
I, I can live with a fade, but back-to-back fades with the game on the line, that never works. But even if you're caught, he's hitting the guy in the fucking hands. In the hands. Mike Williams, who is this, you know, generation's Jeremy Macklin, every time he hits the ground, you think he's dead. Then he goes NBA style, I'm good, I'll jog off. The problem is when you do that, you can't. It's like, hey, Mike, we would like you on the field for this final play. You're, I don't know, one of our best players, and we're on offense trying to win a game, passing the ball, buddy. Uh, he threw it to the guy, the the dude that dropped it at the end. I third string court. How do you how do you run that play to your third string tight it. end? I hate it. I give him credit because those are it's a touch pass in a pressure spot, and he nailed it both times. I hate both those plays. I hate wasting 20 – calling a timeout because you want to see if they're going to review a play, but you wait 20 seconds to see if they're going to review a fourth down before you call the timeout. The timeout use on the final like minute of the game Brutal. is pretty so then questionable. When they get down into the red zone with like 15 seconds left and inexplicably the receiver's not out of bounds, they burn another eight seconds trying to get up there and clock the ball. So that sucked, but – I mean, to me, John, it's not just – it's not that they don't win. It's that they lose every game by a possession. <laughs> Four-point loss, one-point loss, three-point loss in overtime, seven-point loss, uh, five-point loss, three-point loss in overtime. That's the Well, team. it's d- different quarterback, the same outcomes with Phillip. I mean, the same games. It, it I enjoy watching this more. different coach, but it's all the same. It's all different the same. Different stadium, different, different city. It's, Different it's uniforms. Insane. It's crazy. It, it's crazy. I, I he can break the spell though. Well, it's it's pretty clear. Anthony Lynn's in big trouble. I, did they even mention him on the broadcast? Maybe Joe Davis like Anthony Lynn on the hot seat. Like I, I swear I heard that. Now I oh, was I didn't catch that. Yeah, I. This job I has to be one of the better jobs in recent memory because we talk about sometimes when a job opens like. I have the number one pick, and we got Andrew Lux in the draft, or this year when the Jets fire Gase and, and Trevor Lawrence in the draft. There is a lot of hope with these young quarterbacks, but for as great as luck was, can't miss, he still is going to be a rookie quarterback. You just never know. Same thing with Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence might look exactly like Andrew Luck looked as a rookie. Somehow the Jets win nine games next year. I would doubt that, but people will tell themselves that in their head. I know with Justin Herbert, every game he's playing, the Bucs, the Ra- it doesn't even, the opponent's irrelevant. He looks fucking sweet. I, I don't know what the PFF rankings are. You can't tell me there are. He's got to be a top ten quarterback right now in the NFL based on his usage, right? Yeah, and just like. Well, is, did you see that stat they had? That pressure stat they had during the game. No, he's thrown for the most yards against pressure in the league this year. And it was interesting because they made a point, like, yeah, Anthony Lynn told us basically they're talking about how much they trust the Chargers trust him against the blitz. Like, yeah, he just knows what to do. Like, he doesn't get rattled. And, and, and he can kind of scramble away and from it. And he can scramble, and he's just – he's really good at reading it and making the throw. And he obviously can make – his arm is fantastic. It's not – He's like a Carson Wentz talent, but he's just much more under control. Well, it's totally under control. And, and he's way more a, He's way more accurate down the ball. Yeah, way different personality. Did you but feel he is. like when you were scouting that if they told you a guy had a 4.3 GPA that told you anything about how he – like, did that – like, would you say flip a coin that translates, or does that translate more than it doesn't translate? Well, the only guys you'd ever hear that about would be offensive linemen and quarterbacks. Like, no one, your wide receivers never have 4.3 GPA. Maybe a kicker or punter, but you don't even, you judge them separately. 
I, I don't judge an offensive lineman or a quarterback having a good GPA. Kaepernick had a 4.0 GPA. Like a lot news for you. Most quarterbacks are smart. Like their school comes pretty easy to them. Right. I mean, I, I would imagine yeah, but if this you got guy the like average won the, won the Campbell award, right? No, that but was, I bet if you got the average GPA for a lot of the NFL quarterbacks, their GPA is like in the high threes, like three, two to three, eight. Now this is extremely high. And it's like a biology major. He wasn't doing like to history. me where I bet he brought up some red flags is the Mariota thing with the personality. They were parallel to each other right. and it didn't work for Marcus. But like you always said, Marcus failed not because of his personality, because of his talent. And this guy's talent, I saw like uh, I flipped on the broadcast, the pregame show. It was like Terry, you know, Terry. Terry was actually pretty good which yesterday. Day, no, which Terry, uh, Terry, Terry and Howie were good. Yeah, I enjoyed them on the college on one. Saturday. But yeah, today, was it was it was Strahan, Howie, Terry, and and Tony, and t- and Terry and Tony were like. People make such a big deal about like his personality. Do you know what personality works in any locker room when the dude's a badass player? <laughs> you know, everyone like, you know what? You can be an asshole. People like you. You can be a great guy. People like, you know who people don't like? The dudes that are scrubs and making you lose every week. By the way, how many rah-rah guys are full of shit? Like the thing with Herbert from a personality standpoint is not he's not likable. It's just he's not a loud rah-rah guy. But they had a... A couple. They had a shot of him on the sideline, like he was just kind of sitting there for a second. And they came out the field. Something came up. Somebody was talking, and he was clearly well, who, very invested. Who was the, in the who was the when you watch Raiders Chargers today? Who was the best player on the field? Probably Keenan Allen, but uh, yeah, Cleveland Furrow played well. <laughs> he plays well against Chargers. Oh, is that? But it's, yeah, it's I mean, a small list, right? It'd be like Josh Jacobs, Justin Herbert, Carr had some moments. Keenan Allen, like it's. He, every time I watch the Chargers play, I go, he if he's not the best player in the field, he's in the two or three short list, right? Yeah. Would would most Raider fans right now trade their quarterback for him? I think most and Derek teams was good would today. trade their quarterbacks for him. In heartbeat. Who wouldn't trade their quarterback for him right now? Mahomes, Russell. Probably the Bills. I mean, Gudikins would, but he's like. But you can't, you know? I mean, just like right now, yeah, you wouldn't yeah, do yeah, that, right? Yeah. I'd say the, the Bills like Josh Allen a lot. The Jets would do it. The Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. the best quarterback to ever play in offensive lineman cleats. He's fantastic. Uh-huh. He just to me, what's anyway, crazy? Most teams I, would. He wasn't this accurate last year. He's really accurate now. Some of the quote unquote touch balls. Part of it is the NFL guy. Unless you're like Drew Brees or Tom Brady, a lot of good quarterbacks miss the passes. You and me were kind of bullshitting about before we hit record that he missed today. Right, like he did hit like uh, guys in the end zone in the hands stuff. Like those are just really hard. You got to be perfectly precise. Like Peyton Manning makes that play, Brady makes that play, but like even like good players, Deshaun Watts. You know, I'm thinking of guys that are like, you know, top ten quarterbacks miss that pass. Like I, I don't hold that much against him. Some of his quote unquote like tough misses. Errant, yeah. Um, look, he's, little the touch. You know, he's just got to learn to throw the change up, but. The changeup accurately. He uh, he's sixty seven percent eight yards per uh, completion. Uh, last year in college, he was sixty seven percent eight yards per completion. He's actually a few percentage points higher in the NFL this year than last than in college. I think the biggest compliment I could give him every time he unloads on a ball thirty plus, like where the where the camera just shows the ball in the air, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be completed. Yeah. 
I am pleasantly the opposite surprised. of the way we feel when we see the Garoppolo deep ball. Oh yeah, Garoppolo deep ball. That's yeah. just I, I don't even think it's, it's, it's I when think Russ it throws no it up. You go, oh, this is how open is DK going to be? Well, he's the best example. When Russ does it, I think it's I think it's going. When this guy lets it rip, he had a play early in the game. It might have been the first drive where the Guyton guy that he's connecting with all the time, he overthrew him. I was surprised. I was like, whoa, he missed him. And he later in the game, he hit a couple deep balls, kind of once he got in rhythm, and it was just when he let it rip, he was hitting guys. Yeah. And then just that ball over the middle, I think one thing that helps, and I wonder if like Keenan was sitting here having a beer with me and you, he's like, you know, I do. Mo- Keenan Allen does all of his work right, short and intermediate, over the middle of the field. The faster you can get him the ball, the more you allow him to kind of work his... Because he really is kind of like an out... He's got jukes and moves. He's not outrunning people. Rivers, the ball comes a little slower. He's throwing these BBs. So Keenan has a couple steps to get you five or six more yards. Think how many more just productive yards they have with now him over Phillip Rivers. Just the The, the speed in which the balls get there. 100%. The help is getting there later to Keenan. And I also think Herbert probably, it feels like he... He's comfortable in the pocket in part because, like you said earlier, he's athletic and because he can throw the ball so effectively, I'm doing air quotes, off-platform, right? He does not have to be set to make a throw. He can be, I can, in his mind, he can backpedal, make a weird move, step the wrong way, and still unload the ball. He doesn't have to decide to throw. He Like, to me, he... He looks like he can decide to throw as late as anybody in the league can decide to throw and still make a long, strong throw because his arm's so strong. When I watch him, I don't think he's got bad fundamentals, though. Right? No, no, I'm not saying he does. I'm just saying I think he can wait until the last second. One thing I think they could do, they picked up the fifth-year option on Mike Williams, who's going to make like $15 million this offseason. I would think about maybe trading him and just drafting another guy because it's pretty clear Herbert's going to make guys look really good. And Mike Williams could probably net you either a good offensive lineman back or maybe a good draft pick and kind of go that route. Because, listen, Mike's really talented, but that might be an asset. You build around Keenan. You got these running backs are easy to find. Hunter Henry, you keep him, and you get rid of Mike and maybe you draft a guy in the second I would get another. Round. I would get him another big guy. Well, that would be the push. Then why would we get rid of Mike Williams? Because it's cheaper, and because Mike, yeah, Mike is, you know, and he's Mike ain't going to be cheap, right? Yeah, someone will overpay Mike. So I would trade Mike Williams this offseason. Dolphins Chargers. when I get when Joe Brady's my coach. Dolphins Chargers. That's sweet. I would love. I don't know what the. I haven't looked at the rest of the slate. I'd love to see Romo in that game though. You're saying Dolphins Chargers this week? Uh, yeah, November fifteenth at Miami. This is a pretty good week of football. Oh, uh, John, this is fantastic. This Thanksgiving. Today's sponsor, ButcherBox, at ButcherBox.com slash ham, is giving you something extra to be grateful for. We just got our ButcherBoxes. I grilled on it on Sunday night. I had the ButcherBox bacon on Sunday morning. It was a ButcherBox weekend. Right now, ButcherBox is giving new members a turkey for free. In their first box. That's a whole, t- not turkey, not sandwich turkey, an entire turkey for free in your first box when you go to butcherbox.com slash ham. Guy, we're so fired up to have butcherbox.com slash ham on the podcast. I got a big box. I haven't even opened it yet. The anticipation I feel this week I'm going to eat. I got steaks, got chickens, ribs. I know that Guy Haberman, you barbecued Sunday night. 
You took some of the ribs. Tell us about your experience. So first, let me say I had the bacon on Sunday morning. Then you're right. Took two racks of ribs, two steaks to a buddy's house. He and she, co-buddies. They've got the trigger. Fired it up. (laughs) And it was phenomenal. Lovers. Married. We actually, parents, Friday night, we we got some food out. We got some ribs. Alyssa loves ribs. Got ribs. Really good ribs on Friday night. I kid you not, Sunday, this is not part of the endorsement, but it is. Alyssa said, these ribs are better than the ribs we had Sunday, uh, Friday night, and the Friday night ribs are her go-to ribs. Well, Butcher Box, the new go-to ribs. You just guys uh, marinate it with a little barbecue sauce? Was that your move? Uh, a lot you of dry rub? Oh, yeah, a lot of barbecue sauce. A lot I of barbecue love barbecue sauce, sauce in my rib. Butcher oh, Box is no wait. brainer, I'm gonna, John. It's a I'm going to no do it brainer. this week, guy. I'm going to do it this week. Butcher Box, guy, right now, Butcher Box is offering new members, uh, like I said, a turkey, a f- whole turkey for free in their first box. That's an entire turkey for free in their first box. Go to butcherbox.com slash ham. Obviously, butcher, spell it out, box.com slash ham. It's butcher, the, B-U-T-C-H-E-R, box.com slash ham. The most affordable, convenient way to get healthy, humanely raised meat shipped right to your door. Great options. Each box is 9 to 11 pounds of meat. Enough oh. for 24 individual meals. But if you're like, ah, I don't have enough freezer space, that's fine. It can They can work with however much meat you need. <laughs> oh, it's good. You need it all. I'm telling you, it's, we're making, I'm making meat jokes all night. And it's just, bring your meat. Butcherbox.com slash ham. That's not their bring slogan. That's ours. B-Y-O-M. Bring your own meat. 49ers fans have a new, uh, have a new love, John. <laughs> and his name is Zach Wilson. BYU quarterback. But I don't know. The Niners... Fans, I don't know where they think the Niners are picking. I don't know where they think Zach Wilson's getting drafted. I don't even know how much Zach Wilson they've watched, but they love him. I did a radio hit with a guy, a buddy in Utah the other day. He's like, who do Niners fans want? I'm like, Zach Wilson. They all want Zach Wilson. And if you watch him Friday night, you understand why. I do think if you watch like a sport, if you go to Twitter when he was going nuts on Friday night against Boise State, biggest uh, deficit, I think, beatdown they've had in like 20 years there. You, I know you gave the stat of their record there, but that was their widest margin of, of loss of over that time. In, so, like, they kicked their ass. In their defense, they had like their third or fourth string quarterback or both, but still. Yeah. They, to me, they, that it, was their the defense is typically pretty good. In the last 20 years. Yeah, and, and he he started slow. You're he right. eviscerated the de- them. It was about the defense. He eviscerated them in the second half. And ma- throwing deep balls, just throwing lasers. He just looked like, yeah, that's an, and, and I'm talking like Bucky Brooks, Daniel Jeremiah, like everyone just started tweeting about him. Like he's no longer some secret, some like kind of a hipster draft pick. Like he's, to me, he became mainstream, I thought, Friday night. Mm. And it was already kind of close to mainstream. It I thought was. it became official. Like, it I got Gil Brand, I got, I got Bucky Brooks, I got DJ. It's like no longer. Because when SportsCenter tweeted out like a his sweet pass, every response was like, "Come to the Jags, you know, <laughs> come to the Cowboys." Like it was a lot of football fans just at home, probably hanging out, watching the game because they'd kind of heard some things. And then he starts making sweet plays. I don't see how he doesn't go in the top ten, guy. Uh, and the beauty of this is they'll play San Diego State, which is a good team, but them going unbeaten is great for everybody, right? Like if you like you're a scout, you're you're probably rooting for this guy to go unbeaten so that what you get another sweet game with him potentially. Well, I think I think NFL teams, if you said you can put each of you put you know twenty thousand into the pot to get them a big power five opponent, right? 
to get them against uh, Georgia, to get them against, uh, I almost said Michigan or Penn State. <laughs> Those teams suck. But you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, an Oregon. It, you know what the, the NFL would do to get like Oregon, BYU, or just, I and maybe the, and this is the one th- great part about college, and it happens sometimes in the NCAA tournament, like Zach Wilson, if, if everyone by, you know, two months from now, he's the number three quarterback on the board and a top 10 guy, there is a lot of buildup. Oregon, or, you know, Zach Wilson versus USC in the whatever bowl, right? Fiesta Bowl. Like, I, I think that that has a lot of juice to it just because of him. He is, I mean, I, I don't want to say solidified himself, but how is, like, the first Trey round Lance. lock, first round lock, yeah. right? I Where, how how would a guy like that make it past, like, the 20? Well, I, just I mean, so you said a second ago you thought he was a top 10 pick. Top 10 talent, you know, sometimes things right. play out differently. You just, there's a lot of things that can happen we've seen over the years, right? Yeah, but I mean, we're, we're pretty confident the two quarterbacks are going to go in the top three picks. I mean, depends, like, who ends up, right? Someone might end up at two and just goes, I just want to take uh, Panay Sewell, and they yeah. just don't trade out of the spot unless they want to flip-flop two and three. But, I mean, there have been lesser talented quarterbacks in recent drafts that have gone in the top 10, right? Josh Rosen Baker, was not this talented. Baker Mayfield, but I don't think he's Baker this talented. Mayfield's not this talented. Now Baker had won at a really high level. Yeah. And been a three-year starter and kicked ass to be fair to the playoff Baker. twice. Yeah. Ba- Baker accomplished a lot, won the Heisman. He accomplished a lot in college, but he was just as a talent. This guy's bigger, faster, stronger arm, right? Yeah. More athletic. Yeah. His arm, I remember watching him as a freshman and liking him just because anytime a true freshman starts at like a real, you know, legit school, you're like, okay, there must be something to this guy. And you could see it pretty quickly. And I know I've talked to some people who poo-poo some of his numbers that like, ah, oh, if you look at if you break down his numbers and take out the power five schools, it's 53% and then it's this and that. They pl- their schedule this year is not great. But I've even heard that like big picture because if you look at his first two years, the numbers are not remarkable by any stretch. But but you just I don't know how you can watch him and talk about what he doesn't do. Would, would you be against? Would you does. be against if if the Pac-12 doesn't have an undefeated team? Let's say that you know one loss. Let's say Oregon. Let's just hypothetically. The ACC they're getting Notre Dame in. Ohio State's getting in. And Clemson. You think Clemson's still in pretty good shape? They I, I think be, they right? are because DJ, if they come back and okay, yeah. so they, they they probably couldn't make the playoffs then, huh? BYU, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think their schedule is strong enough. I don't think they would make it unbeaten over. It'd be hard even over a two loss. Well, they, well, here here's what's going to happen: Florida just beat Georgia. More than likely, it's going to be Florida Alabama. If Florida were to beat Bama or Bama were to beat Florida, that team would be out of the playoffs, and then it would probably be Clemson because they're going to get the benefit of the doubt with Trevor Lawrence, even though the fucking DJ is fantastic. Uh, obviously, Ohio State and Notre Dame are on a fast track there. Couldn't you, like, I wonder if BYU has enough juice. And just with the quarterback, Florida, BYU-Florida. Yeah, I, I think they do have enough juice, especially if he, like, keeps – he's Because of him. Well, because of him and B- they are BYU. Like, BYU is yeah. a big deal, right? BYU is a big brand. Like, people are used to seeing, first of all, they're used to seeing good quarterbacks play at BYU. BYU obviously has a massive following just from a religious standpoint, right? And their alum 
uh, alumni uh, community is massive, but they also just have name recognition, and you've seen them play in big football games with good quarterbacks. Well, they, they, they played Notre Dame. I mean, they played big teams forever, so, I, right? Like, yeah, man, I, I think that'd be – and oh, you made me think of this, and he'll be a Heisman candidate. Now, the problem is, like, is Cincinnati unbeaten? Because they're going to have a pretty good argument because they're kicking people's teeth in. Right? That would be another one. Like, I love Cincinnati. I love BYU. I don't want them to play each other in a bowl game. I want one of them to play Florida, and I want one of them to play Indiana, a Big Ten power. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want I don't want that. Like, when TCU and Boise played in the Fiesta Bowl a couple years ago, a few years ago now, it's like, that was kind of bullshit. Like, no one wanted to play either one of them, so they made them play each other. Yeah, I that would... But they, we know that's – I'm not going to say you can't do that because they do do that. I know. but it's, And, again, Cincinnati might be a great – that might actually be a great game for him because Cincinnati is good. I just say well, yeah. each of those teams deserve their own moment against somebody wouldn't, else. Wouldn't you want to see BYU play Florida? Exactly. But, so BYU about, play Oregon. Guy, their schedule last year – Just I just pulled up their 2019. I talked to a buddy today in the NFL. He's like the one thing a lot of the scouts were hammering home like from the office to the road guys – that aren't able to go. Like you can't go to BYU. The, the, these road scouts are not going into BYU. They have Zoom conferences with the pro liaisons. They obviously watch the film. But like last year when they were going in, he like his opening schedule last year: Utah, Tennessee, USC, Washington. And he was two and two, and he threw for 280, 270, 230. Like he was productive against good teams last year. Do you have he's his, clearly gotten a lot better. What were his touchdown interception last year? I just have the schedule up. Let me. Uh, I don't play. It was Hawaii, nothing spectacular. Played Hawaii in the bowl game, lost, but he had a big game. Uh, now that's not going to do anything. I'm, he's been he's played a lot of football. I guess is my point. He's not someone you. He, he's been playing for this program for three years, and I think this year you just watch him and just you go, him. yeah, I get he's playing Boise. Let's say they're a down team this year relative to what they've been. That guy that I watched. If you put him against Oregon or USC, like I think he'd look good, right? I, 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 mean, I just watch him and think he should be in the Pac-12. Look at his arm. Look at his athleticism. Well, he'd, he'd be the best quarterback in the Pac-12. I mean, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. He's I mean, a Heisman he's candidate. That's the other thing that helps them, right? Now, is Kyle Shanahan going to watch his tape? He's higher profile than Patrick Mahomes was, right? He's not higher profile well, he, than Deshaun Watson. I, I, I think he. I think he is dramatically more high profile than Patrick was that year. Would would Kyle? This is you know. Now we started it with Niner fans love him, so let's end it with could Kyle like him? I don't see why he wouldn't. He's athletic. He's accurate, and he's got a now. Kyle never really had a big arm quarterback. I mean, if Niners fans, this would be the. <laughs> it'd be like people would act like you just drafted Jerry Rice or Steve Young. They'd be so excited. I, I think it's going to be pretty clear. Niners are going to win six or seven games, probably, right? They still got a couple NFC East games. They'll probably just scheme if they get to seven. Like, you are coming up a ways. If you're drafting 14, you might have to get to six to get this guy. Yeah. Well, so would they trade their next year's one to move up and do that? They've moved up for guys they love before, right? They wouldn't do it for a guy just because he's a quarterback and they need a quarterback. But if they love him, they would do it, I think. But a but a, a fourteen to six or a fourteen to five does cost you two thousand twenty two one. Yeah, that's just I'm just saying. Just the, I that's think the the price for Zach Wilson more than likely where they're coming from is double once, right? D yeah, you, the the flip and then next year. And I'm just saying, do you tell me if you agree? And, with and maybe like a fourth, right? Fine. 
I tell <laughs> me if you agree with this. My if Kyle Shanahan loves a player, he loves a player, and he wants that player. Now we haven't seen him do that with a quarterback, but he almost did with Kirk. And Kirk would not have been cheap. It wouldn't have cost him draft picks, but it would have cost a lot of money to get Kirk Cousins, right? Yes. If Jimmy hadn't fallen in the lap, they were. Kyle has said it on the record. They Kirk Cousins was basically. He's made it clear was going to be their quarterback. Do you think there's any chances this guy's the number two? Like this guy's not even available at like five, six, seven. Like he goes second ahead of Fields. You're saying? Yeah. I just, I mean, I'd be the the Fields resume in terms of the the people he's played is going to be so good and kick, and kick their ass. It's it would take somebody with a lot of equity to do it, right? He'd just be the easy one to take, and if the other guy's better, you go. Well, I what, what do you want now? Would Andy yeah. redo it? Maybe would Shanahan does have equity, so he could do it if he were in that position. But he's not going to be in that spot. But um, I, he's on the record of saying, like, yeah, I didn't watch Mahomes enough. I he can't make that mistake again. No, to me, the Niners have to be doing a full blown Trevor Lawrence. They they have no access to him. Yeah, I wouldn't even waste time on Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields, just because we've seen weird things happen. I would have said Tua at this time last year was going to go number one, and then he went five. And like, I think the Niners have to be all in on evaluating Trey Lance, Justin Fields, and Zach Wilson. Just because you never know. Maybe a team likes Trey Lance more. Justin Fields somehow is there at four or five, and can you get up 10 spots? You got to be emptying the kitchen sink on those three guys. If Trevor Lawrence is going one, and that feels set in stone. I'm doing everything possible to evaluate these three guys. And Kyle, I mean, we're about two losses away from maybe, Kyle, you know, Tuesdays, let's just get a little away from the game plan. Let's come in here with the college guys, you know, spend a couple hours, right? They did that with both, I heard. Once the season got away from and Jimmy tore his ACL, I think you start doing that if you're you're not there yet because they win this week against the Saints, they'd be 5-5, five and five and that's, that's, he, Kyle should keep coaching. But you get to the point where you're, Four and five, you're four and eight. Maybe it's time to just think a little big picture. You got a six-year contract. See if see if Mike McDaniel wants to run a few games. <laughs> yeah, you want hey, you want to get, get a little blueprint. We know Robert can't take you. He ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you need to get the job yourself. So. I know this. If I'm Trey Lance or Zach Wilson, you couldn't ask. If Kyle Shanahan likes you, and it's between like the Jags and some of these other teams, you better pray to God. If I was their agent, kind of like Mahomes did with Veach, I want this guy to end up in San Francisco, right? You in other want words, I'm your telling the Niners who likes my guy get ahead you, of them you know, to trade. Remember the story about Veach and the agent? Do you know what that meant to the agent? $450 million. Now, even in your wildest dreams, when they were having that conversation at some all-star game, no one could have envisioned that. Maybe Veach, honestly. I'm not even like, just because I, I mean, Veach might have been, he's going to be an all time great. But I think if you're Kyle, you need to use your greatest attribute of like, we like this guy. I would do a Veach moment. Whoever, if you love Zach Wilson, you start talking to the agent like, what? You need to tell us who likes yes. him so we can come get him. Right. You it's want your, your guy interest. in our fucking market. That's a good point. By the way, John, I think the Niners have the uh, Saints right where they want him. Oh yeah, coming off uh, Saints lose tonight, riding high. Saints, uh, Saints win tonight. Did you see the final score? Uh, no, I actually didn't see the final score because I turned the game off, and I'm like, well, I, there's no reason to watch the rest of this. Uh, it was 31 nothing last I checked. 38 to three. Okay, the Bucks got on the board. <laughs> Holy Brady threw three. Hell. Brady threw three picks. 
I know Breeze threw for two twenty two. Jeez. Michael Thomas showed back up. Hmm, that's great. W- w- one thing that hit me watching the game, I do think people sometimes forget. And listen, I, I've like most people talked a little shit about Breeze's arm. Yep. At the at the end of the day, the Saints have. 35 to 40 million dollars invested in their head coach and their quarterback. The quarterback's going to the Hall of Fame. I, I think the coach is borderline. Like he might be a Hall of Famer too. Those guys are elite. And those guys, you saw it tonight, like everyone's blowing Brady and Arians. You think either one of those guys, obviously Brady's better than Breeze. You think Sean Payton looks across the field and sees Bruce Arians and thinks, I am I'm dramatically better than this guy. Like I've this guy, I've won a Super Bowl. My teams are always good. I, I mean, what, what? And my quarterback, I know when he's on, we can beat. We beat probably Brady in the past when he was with, like we're as good as anybody. I get Michael Thomas back. Me and him somehow. I don't even know what happened there, but he's back on the field, and I got Alvin Kamara, and my defense is fired up to play. And we kicked these guys ass week one. Hey, they came in looking like we're just you guys. We're just better than you. The, the the Bucks have only given up thirty points to two to, to in in two games. Actually, I take that back. They gave thirty one to the Chargers and beat them. But and then it's the two games that the Saints have scored thirty four and thirty eight on them. So the Saints are clearly ahead of the Bucks in the NFC hierarchy. They have to be. It just hit me. The Niners also beat the Saints last year in a pretty big game that cost the Saints uh, by. I would imagine the Saints are going to be pretty excited to just put the nail in the coffin on these guys, right? You would think. Or does that even matter? I don't know. I mean, I think it matters. Game's in, the game's in New Orleans, right? They just, they're used, to, uh, yes, the game's in New Orleans. Yeah. Just the Niners mean business to them. But then they line up on the field and they're like, where's Bosa? Not here? Where's K- Kittle? Kittle? Or Sherman? Uh, Emmanuel Sanders? Oh, he's on, he's on our team. You guys make fun of Grappolo, but he lit us up. Where's he? <laughs> Not here? No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're right. But. Oh, Armstead? That's all you got? We're, we're good. <laughs> Did you see the clip that went viral of uh, Aaron Rodgers going up to Fred Warner after the Thursday night game telling him basically like, you know, I don't know what the standings have you on, but I, you're the best middle linebacker in the game. Like, keep doing what you like, kind of giving him a huge compliment, calling him the best middle linebacker he's seen this year. Like, you're an all pro. It was, it was pretty cool because Fred went up to him like, bro, it's an honor to play against you type deal. Ain't nobody better. You're the best. <laughs> No doubt, and everybody and everybody knows it. That's a great line. You should be all pro. That's that's. I mean, if you're Fred Warner, that's pretty awesome. The, the Niners probably Rogers compliments Fred Warner more than he compliments Marquez <laughs> Valdez Scanling. <laughs> I did see that Rogers the next get day, uh, day on McAfee on like he went on a Friday instead of Tuesday because the short week said that he's like I told him. After we got the field, like I'm coming to you again, be ready. Like you're and my guy, did. and then yeah. he hit him on the pass. So he definitely like, treated him like. I do think Rodgers sometimes over dramatized. Like, is he really that mad? Or is he like, is he? He thinks in his mind that's what you're supposed to do. Is look like Aaron? Like, what are we doing? Which is maybe he's being funny because he knows the camera's always on him, just setting it up so that people can say something, and then he can say, "What is wrong with you people?" Like, well, we're just reacting to the look you gave. Well, yeah, I gave the look, knowing you'd react to it. Playing chess. If you had to put five hundred dollars right now on a horse. In the NFC, what would you feel confident about any of these teams? No, so I I think we didn't want to do like a full discussion about this. It's probably not worth it, but it is kind of a bad year for the Niners to be down, just because there's no everybody in the NFC is flawed, like really flawed. Now maybe they were last year too. It felt 
you know, the Seahawks weren't. Well, they were. The Niners were by far the best, and they kicked the crap out of exactly. the two teams they and played it, in the playoffs. And it turned out the Vikings were flawed. It turned out the Packers were flawed. They didn't get the Saints. That was the biggest challenge they really got all year, right? Outside of Seattle. They didn't get Seattle either. That was the other benefit. They didn't have to play Seattle. Seattle was flawed, but against the Niners, that was, I mean, it was brutal. So I, I do think if the Saints, the Saints are technically, they have the one seed right now. And that's where I do think that you're going to keep getting the Saints like this week against the Niners. Like they are playing for that home field bye. Yeah. Uh, whoever gets the one seed in the NFC, because if the Chiefs don't get the one seed in the AFC, I still think they're the favorites. In the NFC, getting that game off would be a pretty big benefit. And you never know. Like the Cardinals could beat the Packers in round. You know, you could just get a team, even like the Eagles. Right, the Eagles is the fourth seed hosting the Bucks. You, know, you just that sounds unlikely, but I, you know, who knows? I, I think if the Saints, Seattle, or the Packers get the one seed, they would probably whoever gets the one seed in the NFC, who I'd bet on just the way. But I don't even feel that great about any of them. Seattle got destroyed today, guy. I looked up one time; they were getting housed. I know. I Russell know. had four turnovers, a couple picks, a couple fumbles. They got Canada destroyed. People. He was my DraftKings quarterback. How was your DraftKings today? Uh, last checked, I think I was uh, top 90. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just terrible. Every single time, my issue is, it's like, you know, just take Patrick Mahomes. And then I get there and I scroll. It's like, ah, that's just too easy. Let's take Herbert. And then Mahomes throws four touchdowns. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, I, I always take the wrong guy, even though I thought about it. Just, like, just take Dalvin Cook. I'm like, well, he went big last week. He'll probably not go big again. What did he do this week? He ran for like 700 yards and a couple more touchdowns. Like, what? Just, just pick Tiger Woods in this prime. You know, it's not that. But I always overthink it. Like, no, I'll get Zach Moss and I'll, I'll take uh, Juju Smith Schuster. And it's like, it never works. By the way, the ma- I hate fantasy I football, it, but not golf because this week, get in our Masters. We're gonna are we going 150, 20 bucks a person like we did for the PGA Championship? You got to tell yeah. your friends on this one, people. Yeah, we we need you active. I, I say 150 people. We'll be tweeting the links. We'll be Instagramming the links. Masters week, 150, 20 dollar buy in. Haberman, he's got eight million dollars in his account. He doesn't have to input any money. I just look. I got nine dollars and seventy seven cents. I'm gonna have to put some cash in. Can you forward me 20 bucks? I got you. I'll spot you 20. Um, well, you know, I've been saying I thought the Steelers were the best team in the league for like four weeks now. And um, I, I know when I say it, what I really mean is the Steelers are the best team unless the Chiefs decide like they want to be great again. And I'll admit, uh, I've kind of fallen asleep a little bit on Mahomes. What, what are you, Do you have his touchdown to interception numbers right now in front of you? He's got 25 touchdowns and uh, one interception. <laughs> uh, through nine games, their team is 8-1. and one. Obviously, the one loss to the Raiders, which was... I mean, it was, a, it was a real win for the Raiders, but it was... You watch some Chiefs games, it was a weird... It was just, well, they almost lost on Sunday. Kinda. I mean, they were down, they were fucking around. I, they kind of came storming back. They had a 10-point lead late in the game. Okay. Almost lost. They, they, they were. They, they were. It was weird early. It was weird early yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, my thing is Russell Wilson. It felt like a couple weeks ago, lock to win the MVP. Then Rodgers Thursday night has the game against the Niners. We just his stats are going to look pretty sweet at the end of the year, and they they're going to be competing for the one seed. 
Guy, if Mahomes throws, let's just say, 40 touchdowns, two picks, and his team is 14-2 and two or 15-1, and one, and they're the one seed, how is he not the MVP of the league? Well, he is. We, we just consider he's the best player in the league, even though it was like, you know, Russell, you'd rather have Mahomes, but Russell is also a Hall of Fame level guy, but Mahomes is the best player in the league, but Russell's the MVP. If Mahomes, I just, he's 25-1. and one. It just, the last two weeks, I think it's five touchdowns two weeks ago, four touchdowns this week. What, what are we talking about? I mean, this guy, we, we all acknowledged it when the top 100 came out and they got to that final, like, top five. He ended, remember, he ended up last year, like, fourth. Yeah. And when they were, I remember them interviewing, like, Mike Daniels. They're like, Mahomes? And, and he's, huh? What, what number is he? He's like, what do you mean? The best, number one, right? Like, he's the best player in the league. And then they asked, like, three other guys, like, Stephon Gilmore. He's like, yeah, the best player in the league is Patrick Mahomes. What, are you fucking having this conversation? <laughs> Hasn't everyone in football just been talking about this? You're asking me this right now? And everyone's, re- their facial reactions were all like, are, oh, wait, you're asking me where I would rank Mahomes? Like, yes, one. Like, this this is pretty easy. But it shows you the star power of Russ and Raj, Rogers, right? Because they, they are... Yeah, and Russ, Russ has never got a vote. Russ, des- Russ deserves it. Yeah, I, it's, that's, that would be the that that is the arg- one of the arguments. But you can't make that argument if he throws forty touchdowns and two picks, and they lose two yeah. games. Because Russell now has thrown some picks. He had the he had the pick. Uh, yeah, on that Arizona game, he had a couple picks today. Guy, they lost. I mean, the, the, they got destroyed. Well, that's by the other the Bills. part of it is you don't win the MVP week six. Like you have to keep winning. You have to finish the season. You have to keep being great. Right? How many? So you said. You said he- Someone DM me. They're like, do you think Josh Allen has some MVP sleeper buzz? And my response was, well, I don't think Josh Allen can jump Mahomes. So as long as, because Mahomes beat him and Mahomes is better. So as long as, if Mahomes is healthy, Josh Allen has no chance to win it because he can't win it over Mahomes, right? Right. He could finish third. He could finish yeah. second, maybe. Yeah, he has some sleeper in the mix buzz, but is it a three-man race right now? Russell Rogers, Mahomes, uh, with the Mahomes getting the least buzz, but also like the most logical pick. He, he'll get the least buzz, but then when everyone looks at the stats at the end of the year before they fill out the ballot, they'll go, "Oh, sh- him!" Wow. Do you think he does? He need to get the one seed to help him out, or no? He can I, get the two seed. I think that's dependent on what Seattle does, right? Like, does Seattle go fourteen and two, or does Seattle go twelve and four? Don't you think Seattle's more likely to go twelve and four I than do. fourteen and two? I do. Well, they have two losses I mean, now, so yeah. They're de- guy, they gave up 44 points. Like, their defense stinks. Do you know who leads the league in yards? Receiving? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be like Matt Ryan or something. No, no, receiving. Receiving. Oh, uh, Keenan or DK? DeAndre Hopkins. Well, he. I mean, he's not... To me, he would be a guy that, like... Not DeAndre Hopkins, but Kyler's Kyler. having... One of those seasons that he's not going to get, like, even probably top three of the MVP, but everyone at the end of the season is going to be like, God damn, Kyler's good. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he's just going to have, like, two two or three years of buzz. He might win one pretty he, soon. Wouldn't you say that Kyler Murray will win an MVP? I'd Maybe his it. team it's might just, not be good enough. Well, but it's it's just hard because... You want, a, you want a good stat? Yeah. Pro Football Reference tweeted this out. Okay. Kyler Murray is the first quarterback in NFL history to throw 25-plus times, have a passer rating of 150-plus, so I think 158 is perfect, right? And lose the game. Wow. His stats, I mean, he was remarkable. It was a really good game. 
I need to watch it. I, I really haven't seen that many stats. Or And he had a rushing touchdown. He threw three touchdowns. He just had a bunch of highlights. The De- Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins. How many yards does DeAndre Hopkins have? I don't know. I don't have that box score. I mean, I no, I'm it. saying, but you said he leads the league. Oh, oh yeah. It's like uh, 700 or 700. It's like, yeah, 704. But again, this is ESPN.com. I, this might not be updated. See, my thing with the Cardinals, I, I don't know if they should make the playoffs. But you just see a game like today, they, they just can't be trusted. Any game they play, they could beat, they play whoever, the, the Rams, the Seattle, they could, the Niners, they could win those games. And hell, they might. They might win, like, go 4-2 and two in the division. But they could play like, like damn, you see, uh, hey, guy, the, the Cardinals are down by seven points, fourth quarter against the Jags. Like, that's just, they yeah. have that in there. If I told you the Eagles beat on week 15, you'd believe me. Yes, I, I I honestly don't have that much faith in the Cardinals most weeks, which is weird because I think their quarterback's a star. They're like the Chargers, but they've won more. Wouldn't you? When I saw that stat, that you know he's the first guy in NFL history with you know all these attempts, a per, you know all p- close to perfect passer rating. He obviously just had a fantastic game. Isn't that kind of Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech? Like his quarterbacks and his offense would just have great box scores and they lose games. Yeah, but they're five and three. Like they're not three and five right now. But no, but I'm just saying, like, Cliff Kingsbury is just gonna lose games. Just defense is not gonna be his team's thing when his offense does play really well. And but especially his quarterback. I'm just figure out what really happened good. in that game because Tua threw for two twenty and Miami only ran for ninety. How was this game thirty four thirty one? I mean Kyler I mean, threw I, for two eighty. Like mean, Kyler threw for four fifty. I saw a lot of people tweet and said it was the game of the day. I need to go back and I had it on TV too in red zone. So I don't really, I just saw a bunch of highlights. I, it looked exciting, but I don't really know what happened. It sounds like a good Monday morning watch. I'm with you. I, I know the Cardinals missed like a 54 yard field goal to tie it toward the end, but I don't know how it got to that point. Kyler had a fumble. How about the 9 a.m. kick Saturday? How'd you feel about that? I loved it. Yeah. I was, I think, when it originally got talked about, you liked it, I hated it. Uh, it was a football purist in me, and as a football business in me, I, I, once <laughs> I watched it, it was the, it's the, I commend those two coaches and those two programs because ultimately they had to sign off uh, for doing that. That was really, really pretty cool. My takeaway watching it was right. They do they have to sign off yeah, on it clearly. The, the program, the teams have to agree. They yeah. they volunteered. Those two I'm teams? sure they they did at some point, or they. I mean, that once that game came out, it might they maybe they just got asked, but I'm sure at some yeah. point along the way they were at. You know, Her, Herm clearly doesn't mind. Right? Helton loved it. Clay Helton wanted. To Helton play. liked it. Yeah. Um. My my takeaway watching it was like in terms of like really doing 9 a.m.s in the future, it, it'll work, and I think the players would have benefited from a crowd at 9 a.m. Would be hard to get a crowd there at 9 a.m. That though, to guy. me, you can't. It's to it it. <laughs> Right now, the stadium might, be em- might be better empty. Everyone knows why it's empty now. You roll it out there at 9 a.m. on a regular year, and the stadium's half full. It's gonna feel really weird. Like it's not gonna. But it but it will be half full, right? Uh, yeah, I I don't know. You got to find a way. How to many get the stadiums there. in the Pac-12 would you be confident would be? Would Eugene be the only one that you'd be like? A lot of people would be there. Washington State, they would fill. Would you say those would be the two? Um. Because Arizona State, zero chance. UCLA, negative chance. 
SC, if they were good, I think people would want to go. It's just asking a lot. Yeah, it's like, you are you 8-0 and, and it's week 8? Or is it week 1? 8-0, no, week 8. Like, they'd probably do it, but it'd be hard. It's a big stadium, too. It's hard to fill that stadium in general. Like, do you think Washington State and Eugene kickoff is close to pack at 9 a.m.? I mean, I just think about Washington State had uh, game day there at 4 a.m. and the place was bananas. Does uh, Whittingham want to do And it's only it? 34,000. Yes. What's Utah would... Utah... I've done a Utah spring game at like noon, and there are people barbecuing in the parking lot for a spring game. And for them, that'd be 10 a.m., right? So, so then it'd be 10. Easier. ASU would also be 10. Arizona would be 10. Uh, but yeah, it'd be hard. Like that to me... That's the... My point is... Stanford, no. <laughs> no. I don't think so. No, no. Cal. <laughs> that'd be the... That's the one drawback. Like when fans are allowed, if they're not there, it doesn't feel quite as sweet. But... I, I thought well, it was cool. So I think you just keep it to a couple teams. But they want only the – they would want USC, Oregon, right? Uh, it huh. might be that USC on its own, if they're good, rates well enough that you can do it with whoever they're playing, right? I did think Arizona State, I'd say historically, it's kind of a middle-of-the-road brand. I do think Herm and just – you see an, yeah. a, a oh, Marvin Lewis and it just – it's kind of felt big with those guys, Absolutely. Didn't it? Yeah, no. ASU is in the category of teams they would want. I'm just saying I wonder if you – do you have to get a good matchup, or could you just do SC if they're good enough? ASU play Oregon this year? Uh, no. Because ASU's cross game was Cal, right? Uh, is that this week? Yeah. Well, it's supposed, supposed to be. To be yeah. 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 But yeah, I did I see was... they made a late, I think it's official, Sunday they announced that Arizona SC is going to be the Joel Klatt-Gus game this week, but it's going to be like one Pacific. I don't know exactly what's going on. Arizona play game yet? Their game was canceled. Their game was canceled against uh, Utah. So yeah, it was a pretty lucky comeback by SC, but incredibly, <laughs> I was so lucky. I mean, they, was that, they got was that tip ball on fourth down? Yeah, but I think it was a free play because it, got but it, it was a fourth down for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly, I, I when they were up twenty seven, was it fourteen or thirteen? Uh, 21 it would have been 27 14 yeah when they were up 27 14 and they had the ball with like i swear to god it was under five minutes i i just i left i just didn't i'm telling you guy i went a little bit later after the game was over and did a scroll on my phone to see the games the timing of the next group of games when i saw 28 to 27 the first thing i did because jeff schwartz and i had texted him something during middle of the game and I text you. I'm like, is this real? You texted me. I, did honestly, I did not believe it was real. And I was like, did you miss that? I missed it. I don't it. blame you. They, how are you? Did you? I mean, how did they do that? I, I just don't. That's it was, insane. It was crazy. Yeah. Fourth down touchdown <laughs> onside. And the fourth, the first touchdown was wild because it was a tip ball. And honestly, it was like, ugly for Clay Helton on the Twitter streets, guy. No, it was ugly in, in, my, in my text threads, too. <laughs> it, it, it was like, is this guy going to. Are they going to fire him uh, in the locker room? I know. I mean, just getting his ass kicked. I, you got Middlecoff sending tweets about their seven-on-seven seven offense versus the NFL guys, and and I, w- I was kind of feeling it because I was rooting for ASU. And it, but I mean, win wins a win and a loss is a loss. I mean, Herm left the stadium with a loss. I know. Wild. Did you do you see any of his quotes? Like, is it, are they shell shocked? I did not see what how, Herm said after the game. How the hell did that happen? How do you? <laughs> I think it's well, easy for I them think to one rebound. Thing that happened was they kind of they 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 got a big lead and then they just kind of took the pedal off a little bit. 
I thought they were going to blow them out, honestly. Now, that's probably unfair to them because it was – they go up 24-14. They kick the field goal 27-14. They get a fumble from SC, and it felt like ball game. But then they punted. Yeah. I, oh, when that, fumble, when that fumble happened, I had about seven tweets ready. I'm like, seven on seven, this pussy offense is never going to work. Now with the big boys now. I mean, I was just, I was feeling it. I, God, I I'm glad you. I didn't send a couple. They were kicking their when butt. That, when that fumble happened, I was like, oh my, because it just felt like every time ASU needed to do something, SC guy, they would just force a fumble. They formed multiple fumbles in that game. And then Antonio Pierce has like his his mask over his head. His and son, like, how about his I've, son I've, is on the team now? It's like a transfer from Boise. ASU's pretty cool. That was the coolest loss I've ever seen. ASU is really cool. <laughs> I, and Jaden Daniels didn't play great, you know. I, I thought the quarterback for SC, Keaton Slovis, was pretty good. Harbaugh lost. I, I was kicking myself for not making that a lock of the week because I was so confident. I just didn't even really think about it. I'm like, they're losing to Indiana. That felt like a done deal. And, of course, they got their butt kicked. They got worked. Whatever. I, yeah, I mean, ultimately, guy, Michigan and Penn State right now are one and two. Like I just Indiana beat them both. I Corona's got to play a part in this. I don't know exactly how, but you can't tell me that Indiana's better than those two programs. I, I just think but normal their coach year, might be better. Not Penn State, I, but Harbaugh. I don't know, man. I don't know anymore. I, yeah, I'm kind of out too, but because <laughs> <laughs> you watch like Clemson, Notre Dame. That that was just an incredible big time game. But those coaches, it's like I know Brian Kelly's good. I'm starting to think like is is Harbaugh that good? Is is Jim Harbaugh that good? And may, maybe I was wrong. Maybe having Vic Fangio as your defensive coordinator, Nagy had him as defensive coordinator. He went 12 and four, went to the playoffs. Matt Nagy, his team has scored like one touchdown in like seven God, weeks. They've been bad. Did you see so, that game? I was feeling so good. I'm like it was because it was like 24 to three in the fourth quarter. Killed. Yeah, and then they score, good. and they come down and score again. All of a sudden they're up. It's a seven-point game. It was the spread was six and a half. I was, they had an onside kick. It was I was freaking out. They didn't get it though. They did right? not get it in the Titans' comfort. Thank God. But the Titans were my lock. And God, it was the ba- I would imagine if we did a study, the Bears have scored more touchdowns with like seven minutes remaining in the game where they can't win than any team in the league this year. They that's where they do all their damage. The last five, six, seven minutes down multiple scores, and they just move the ball with ease. You know why? Because they're playing prevent defenses. When they have to, I got Foles throwing picks. I got dudes fumbling. I I despise, and I, Matt, i rooting for them. I, I can't watch them play, guy. They are a bad watch. It's tough. Now, they did have like seven offensive linemen, Corona, elevated. Only had six dress, couple practice squad. Wasn't ideal circumstances. Literally, I think their entire offensive line well, was. That, and in fairness, that story was the reason I jumped on the Titans line early you know, middle of the week last week. I, I It does show you. The Niners missed their left tackle on Thursday night, and the guy was getting worked. It's just, it is, this back to what Belichick said, and this is where I defend Harbaugh. This I, I, I'm not making huge judgments this year, but I also think, like, the teams that are good, like, the Chiefs would have been good Corona, non-Corona, right? The Dodgers were going to be good. The Lakers were good. So it's like the good teams are good, but I think there are going to be a couple random teams that just, is Penn State not good? I just don't believe that. They've been recruiting like top five classes. Now, Alabama's winning. Clemson's fine. Notre Dame's normal. Ohio State's normal. Oregon looked good. 
So I, I don't know. I now I don't quite have my th- Corona theory for football figured out yet, <laughs> but there's something there. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> there's something there. What else you got? That's it. Uh, all right, I got I got one more thing for you. So yeah. I, most people listening, uh, even if you watch news, the cable news on a regular basis, you probably watch more cable news in the last week than you normally do. Yeah. And somebody texted me this, and it's so genius. So when we used to do radio, um, uh, Chris Townsend, who did the afternoon show uh, and then the morning show, but at the time, I think, I don't remember when he did this, but I just remember he used to do this bit. I had forgotten about this. He used to do a bit called like strip club or alcoholic beverage. And he would like read the name and you'd have to guess, was it a strip club or an alcoholic beverage? You know, it'd be like uh, the Pink Panther. I'm like, well, it's a strip club in Duluth, you know, (laughs) or something. It'd be (laughs) whatever. So somebody texted me. The Belgian Mile. Like actually strip club Amsterdam. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, that's just a drink with a whiskey and tequila. Um, So... uh, so that the, bit is made for him and John Lund hosting together. It's just made. So somebody texted me and they're like, I'm watching, I'm watching, uh, I've been flipping back and forth through all the cable news channels. And uh, I checked out Fox and they got a guy named Trace Gallagher. They're like, tell me Trace Gallagher is not a 2021 quarterback commit. I'm like, that is a genius bit. So I just pulled some names for you. Uh, various news outlets and the 2021 24-7 quarterback rankings. I'm just going to read you some names, and you tell me news news anchor, reporter, or 2021 QB. You're right. Like I'm just thinking of something like Fox News guy, like Brett Baer. You know, that'd be, I tried you know, to get people the, that weren't that familiar. Yeah. but Like Shepard Smith. You'd be like, oh, yeah, Wolf, Like Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> oh, he was Ditka's teammate. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, here we go. A quarterback or news anchor. Uh, I'll go with uh, – let's, let's go with Deacon Hill. Deacon Hill, quarterback or news anchor? Uh, God, this is tough. I I would I'll go news anchor as a quarterback as a quarterback in the twenty twenty one class. Where's he going? Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know where he's committed yet. Let's see. Deacon Hill is from Santa Barbara, committed to Wisconsin. So he's a really good player. Good player. Um, uh, Brock Vandgriff. Uh, I'll, I'll go news anchor. Correct. Again. Correct. News anchor. That's right. <laughs> Uh, Max Boot. Uh, I'll go quarterback. News anchor. W- where? Uh, that's CNN. Okay. Uh, let's go with Griff Jenkins. This is really tough. <laughs> <laughs> this is really tough. I'll go. I'll go news anchor. Correct. Correct. Okay. Where's he from? I think that's Fox. I just okay. I just went Wiki Fox and CNN, and uh, got a bunch of uh, anchor names. Do you, Do you think? Because at least the quarterbacks, we know those are the, the kids' real names, right? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> How many of these guys on television do you think it's a real name? Do you think it's, it's a great 50, question? 50-50? I mean, I definitely 10, 15, 20 years ago, I think way more made-up names. But, you know, if you're older, I got to think the younger people, these are their real names. The older ones, you know, it used to be a thing that you would – feels like it used to be. Maybe it's yeah, still like Shepard Smith. Yeah, I don't know if that's real or not. If it's real, it's a great name. Um, uh, Baron Morton. Quarterback. Correct. Uh, ranked 12th overall from Eastland, Texas. Committed to Texas Tech. Damn. Um, Heinrich Harburg. <laughs> Gotta be a news anchor. Uh, that's a quarterback. 
That's a quarterback. He's committed to Nebraska. <laughs> D- did I do Brock Vandegrift yet? Yeah. Okay. Uh, did I do Griff Jenkins? Uh, yes. Uh, here we go. Bradshaw Layfield. Uh, Bradshaw Layfield. Where the, who's making up these names? Where do they find these guys? <laughs> I mean, quarterbacks... It's cra- these, who are these people? I don't know. News anchor. It's correct. It's correct. Uh, but they last- they all sound they all sound the same. <laughs> I got uh, uh, <clears throat> Zane Asher. I, I, these are endless. I've got a hundred of these. Yeah, qu- quarterback. Uh, news anchor. Where's he from? Uh, I'm not CNN. CNN. Yeah, it just uh, John Middlecoff. I mean, I I have no shot. I mean, if, not that I I would despise doing their job. I'd want no part of it. But you're right. Every time that you see somebody, like, is do you think Anderson Cooper's his real name? Uh, you got to guess. I mean, I I I'd guess it is just based on his age. But um, maybe yeah, he's that, that is his real name. What about Wolf I mean, Blitzer? That has to be. <laughs> Like that name is too obviously fake to be fake. It has to be real. Yeah, that's his real. Well, name. to me, is that like his nickname? Like a tiger, says elder born tiger Woods? Wolf Isaac. I might name it Wolf Haberman. That might be a. I, that is pretty sweet. <laughs> what are your kids' name? Wolf Bear. Speaking of which, well, Bear Millisec committed to uh, what Wolf Head is this? New Mexico. That's the kid's name. Bear. It's not a bad name. Anyway, like I said, there's I've got a I've got 247 kids ranked, and I got two pages up on Wiki. So <laughs> this could go all night. Game. I thought I knew you'd appreciate that game. So play with your sometimes friends. I, sometimes speaking of towns, and sometimes when I see these things go viral of just Aubrey Huff just getting eviscerated on Twitter for saying crazy conspiracy theories. I think that Aubrey Huff used to fucking host a radio show with you and me, like right it went him and then us. Or was yeah, he was the morning that we were the after it was like oh my God. he was part of the lineup. Oh my god. But he didn't even want to do in the media. He hated it. It was just such a weird fit. Mm. With uh, with some- Rick Buecher, right? Yeah. It was Rick Buecher? Was it and Townie? Was that the three? Or no? Do you think do you think he uh What was the three? Do you think he was, came Rick, in after was it Buecher Rick? in the morning? I mean, Rick was definitely with Townie. I just can't remember. Did did Aubrey? Come? I think they. It seems like what was they the morning show? Together. I don't. Rem- I mean, I Rick think it was Rick Buecher. Yeah, Townie. I think it was Rick Buecher, Townie, and Aubrey Huff. If yeah, you it was because make- in my head I have it: Buecher, yeah. Townie, and Huff. Yeah, just Townie could probably work with anybody, right? It just like yes. he'll it'll make it happen. To me, Buecher and Huff. When I think Buecher and Huff, those would be the. If you were like Middlecoff. Put together a couple people for a radio show. Rick Buecher and Aubrey, just knowing now what I know, like that, you just couldn't, like, you couldn't even make that shit up, right? Those would be the last people you'd combine. I think if you asked them, they would agree. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It'd be like, oh, Town Hall, who do you want? Let's go LeBron and uh, Sean Hannity. <laughs> you know, this will go well. Oh, I wish I had uh, recorded the video of that segment because it'd be good for Twitter video. But anyway, okay. See ya. <laughs> Adios. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.